Okay, so welcome to another episode of Thrive Talks. Uh, we got Bikram, Jermaine, and Drew. Uh, today I wanted to talk about ego. And ego is like a, um, a, very, a very weird thing because I don't think a lot of people have a finger on it. It's not like it's, it is talked about, but it's not like everywhere, you know? It's not something that, you know, they're talking about it on television or talking about it in school. It's something that in between you can really, you know, dig into. There's been times in my life where ego has gotten the best of me. And there's been times when ego has driven me to be a better person. I guess for the first question, I just kind of want to get into what does ego mean to you? Like, what does ego mean to you? Number first. Yeah, you go. <laughs> All right. So ego means to me, it's it's like pride. It, it can it can it can really ruin you, and it can actually benefit you. And um, you know, for me personally, I had to put my ego down with women in order to change, in order to become a better person, in order to really see what I have to become for my daughter, so that she doesn't see her dad as you know. Um, an abusive man or someone that puts women down, you know, I had to really revamp myself and through that or in doing that, it, it was my ego that I had to check. And we've all heard that saying before, check your ego. What does that really mean? Well, it really means that you actually have to admit to yourself that you're not always right, that you may not be the person for the job or that you may need some help and you can't do everything on your own. That's ego to me. Um, and there's multiple situations that ego comes into play. It could be, um, you know, the, for example, uh, we've seen this before where there's a bunch of girls around and they're trying to egg on a dude to do something stupid and he ends up doing it. And why is he doing it? It's because his ego. Oh, I got to prove to these girls. I got, I got to get, you know, I got to be that man. And then now he's in the hospital bed with his broken leg and, you know, showing off wasn't really the best move. If he checked his ego, he wouldn't have went through with that. He would have realized that the risk you know, outweigh the value of doing it. So I think that is what checking your ego means. And that's what ego means to me. Mm -hmm. No, you touched on a lot of points there because in, in summary, ego, uh, as far as my understanding goes, is how important you think you are. Yeah. And if you think you're so important, more important than your fellow peers, then you end up acting in ways that either belittle them or don't take them seriously enough, now you're missing vital information that can get you to the next level. Yeah, absolutely. So what about you, Jay? What does ego mean to you? Uh, very similar, very similar to uh, Drew. <clears throat> it's just, I say ego can stop you, can limit you, because now you're not willing to listen, not willing to learn. So <clears throat> when he speaks about checking your ego, that means you know when you check your ego, that's allowing something else to come in to replace that ego. So ego to me is, is, is something that could be good because you, you want to have that. It's, you know, when they talk about the alter ego, yeah, right? That may be the best. My, that might be my best self. My alter ego may be my best. But then if we look at ego, ego and the fact that it can deter you from being who you're supposed to be because you, you're so caught up in yourself. So an ego to me is, is, is being caught up within oneself and not realizing things that you can learn, things that you can be taught, or other people, they could be just, they could be, they could be on your level as well. 
So that's what ego kind of means to me. Mm-hmm. So with with a you're saying like with a big ego, it's easier to look at someone around you and be like, you know what, I know better than you. Yeah, for sure. Right, and and meanwhile, that's not the case, and now you're getting yourself in trouble, and a lot of times. <clears throat> Like in my life, when ego got the best of me is when I said, I can do it. I can do this, guys. I can do it. And meanwhile, I didn't do it before. (laughs) You know what I mean? And like just, you know, putting too much on my plate and shit, you know, and thinking like, you know, I I got this. But um, the ego makes the ego even thinks about people and actually actually cares about their opinions a lot, too. Right. So it's like, you know, I want you guys to like me. So I'm going to say I can do this. Meanwhile, I don't got I don't got the girth to kind of back the, back this you know statement up, right? And um, that that's how it got me in trouble. And another another in other ways, it's gotten me in trouble, as in I have taken a relationship too seriously, or like I have said, you know, you're mine. You know what I mean? Meanwhile, like yo, like I'm trying to do everything that I can to make this thing work, and because I've attached my ego to their ego, like my my identity is with their identity. You know, and so now I'm acting in ways that's completely belittling myself, mm-hmm. like my worth. Right. I'm not even I'm not even acting like I'm supposed to act, you know. So, like, is there any scenario, Drew, that maybe even when it comes to your kids and uh, where maybe ego did get the best of you, you know, and then you learn uh, to, like, you know, bring it back? Well, I'm not trying to repeat everything from last week, but definitely with my daughter, that situation, um, I, I, you know, I got a little ugly. I said some things I, I shouldn't have said. I regret a lot of those things, um, but I'll, I'll spend the rest of my life making it up. But I'm saying that, you know, when you think about it afterwards, you, you start to, to really see your mistakes. You, you start to see what you could have corrected, what you could have done better. And, um, you know, I had to really put my ego... I guess in the garage and, and give it a repair and have it come out because what's that saying uh, from Top Gun, the, the first one? Uh, your, your ego's writing checks that you, your, your, what is it? You can't, you can't, can't cash can't. or something? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. it's like sometimes people will say things, you know, or go with whatever the crowd wants and sell their own self out just to appease people. Okay, I know I went a little left there, but I mean, ego comes into play in multiple forms and some forms you might expose yourself, your ugly side, because nope, it's my way or the highway or in other other ways you you might try to appease a crowd and try to blend in and and fit into these people, you know? So um, in in my life, I think my daughter, that situation, um, you know, sports for sure. Um, you know, when you were a goalie in uh, certain leagues, you usually had another goalie that you had to compete with just to be the starting goalie. So um, I had to, I had to really, you know, be on my p's and q's uh, because one, you know, one miss mishap with my ego one day can cost me, you know, half the season sitting on the bench. So there's a lot of, uh, and and not just that. When you're on the bench, are you supporting the other guy or are you spiteful? Like, oh, I can't wait to replace him like if you're coming from that angle then your 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 alter ego as he said that he's being a bad boy (laughs) he's he's not feeding into the good part you got to be a team player whether you're on the ice off the ice on the court off the court on the field on off the field doesn't matter i do have a question yeah before i forget beautiful beautiful it's for jay 
you coached a lot. A lot of players, you've probably seen a lot of different types of athletes. Some come prepared, some come, oh, you know, I, I'm a, I got this, I don't have to do it, I don't even have to show up to practice type thing. Too cocky. Now, you know, is there a situation you remember where, you know, the game was on the line and you had to, as a coach, you had to figure out which player you're going to put on the court, but you had a dilemma because you knew that one of those players had an ego problem. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, <clears throat> a lot of times you lose games, you lose championships, you lose whatever, you go on a losing streak is because of the egos of other players. Players thinking that they're better than what they are. We're not saying you're not a good player. Right. But in that mindset, now you don't want to practice. You don't want to develop your game. You don't want to, you don't want to work on your skills. You don't want to help your teammates. So having that huge ego can stop you. It can really stop you from the progress because you're thinking about yourself. And I, I, what I would see a lot is when I was coaching, when we played a team that we can beat easily, then that's when I had to worry about the Eagles. I see. Right? You had to worry about the Eagles more because they knew it didn't really matter. We don't have to work together as a team. We can work as individuals and still win. But when that goal was huge, like it's a championship game and you know it's going to be, it's going to be close, people start putting their ego to the side and saying, okay, yo, let's do it together because we have to do it together in order to get this championship. Mm -hmm. So the ego can, can harm a player, especially if a coach doesn't know how to harness it. If he sees this person, he's like, yo, I know you're confident. I know you got the game, but you got you to gotta kind of check that ego at the mm -hmm. door and because you're one of not only – you're not just you. You're one of 12. You're one of 15. Right. You're one of whatever, how many are on the team. So that's the hardest part because you don't want to necessarily say eliminate the confidence, right? That's why it's a fine line with the ego and confidence because you have to have an ego to have the confidence, yeah. Right. But if you go too far, mm -hmm. right now it's overbearing. Mm. You got to speak a little bit into more into your mic. Right. So it's, it's more overbearing. Right. So it's like when you're talking about sports specifically, an ego is a great thing because you need it to be excellent. But you got to know when to rein it back in. Mm -hmm. That's always the hardest thing. And, and even as a coach, a coach is super confident, super you could say he's almost cocky, you know, and that's his ego. But he needs that edge, but he just now has to know when to reel it in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? That's the hardest part. <clears throat> now, it's funny you mentioned that because I was just imagining you on your off seasons and training so hard. The fact of the matter was an ego was driving you. Like, I'm going to be the best. I'm going to do this. I'm going to work all of them, right? And that that fire that you had was coming from the ego. So you're using your ego in a positive way to drive, like, your progress. You're coming back a better player because you use ego. So it's almost like a dance, I would say. It's like a dance. I don't want to call it a devil, but in a way it is, you know? And if 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 you let it take you too far, it it, it will do some damage. But if you use it to drive you when it needs to drive you, to let it go when it needs to let you go, and then, you know, maneuver in and out like a tool you use. It's a sharp blade. It's a sharp blade. It's sharp on both sides. But, you know, as long as you know how to wield it, you're going to actually benefit your life. When I, when I look at sometimes when you're talking about the ego, see, if someone's really willing to put the work in and they're really working hard, I don't think they have an ego. Right? I don't think that. 
because a person with a huge ego would not put work in and just assume he's going to win. Yeah. Right? That's when it's almost you're being overconfident. So it's like that ego saying, okay, you don't have a big uh, uh, ego. When you have a, say if they say, okay, yeah, well, he has ego. But if he's putting in work, is that really an ego? I don't know if that's really an ego. Yeah. I don't really know that because the, the what I experienced experience from coaching, the people that had the huge ego, they just thought they were better than they were. Yeah. So they didn't practice. Right, they wanted practice because their ego was so huge, but it didn't match their work ethic. Now, if your ego and your work ethic matches, mm. I don't think it's an ego. I think it's you're aligned. So okay, I have a question because <clears throat> I'm gonna bring it back to Kobe, right? And when Kobe was playing so hard in 2013, and actually it was the best I've seen him play. Like he was, he was like it was amazing watching even that last Golden State game when he injured himself. But he was playing so many minutes that like a at like an older age, do you feel that maybe he didn't rest because of his ego? Like he snapped his Achilles and that changed his career path. Do you feel there was ego in it or no, that's just a freak energy, like freak injury? I personally think you, you know, he, he, he did play more minutes than he should have played, mm -hmm. right? That's for sure. But that's more up to the coach because a player, a true player, a competitor, is not going to want to come out the game. Mm. The coach has to. If you even looked at uh, at Colorado, they're one of their best guys got hurt. Mm -hmm. Deion Sanders had to tell him and say, you know what? We value your career more than this next game. But his that kid would have played, right? And I don't know if that's an ego. That's competitive. He's competitive. He wants to win. He wants to go help his team, right? So... That's his mindset. He's like, okay, we lost. I want to go help you. So you're saying it's the coach's <clears throat> ego named to get in the way. The could have. He can. The coach's ego could get in the way too. So it's, when you see a guy that's over, you know, as a coach, you got to be observant and saying, okay, he's overextending himself. You know what? You got to maybe bring him to the side and say, you know what? I understand you want to play for sure, but I got to, I got to kind of, I got to kind of rest you a little bit. Kind of protect the asset. I got to protect the asset. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's that same thing with the boxer in the ring. Yeah. No real mm. true warrior boxers throwing in the towel. They're not going to throw it in, man. They, it doesn't matter how bad they get beaten. It's up to the corner to save him and protect him. So I don't necessarily say that would be the ego. That could be saying he's just competitive as hell and he doesn't want to lose. Right? And that's why he keeps continuously putting his body out there. Someone that has an ego, they won't even put their body out there. That's not what they're going to do. They're not going to lay it on for their team because they think they're above and better than the team. So that's why I say it's a fine line. I don't think Kobe Bryant had an ego, obviously, because he wanted to be the best. Yeah. And you have to have that, yeah. that inner drive within you. But I don't think his ego... If he didn't have that, he wouldn't be the same player. No, that's facts. Right? So you can't expect to save yourself and to go all out. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. Right? So it's like at the end of his career, if you looked at the end of his career, he could retire in peace because he gave it everything he had. So, right. So I don't, I don't think about if his ego was that huge, he would never practice. Right? He was out there practicing when nobody else was practicing. So that tells me that's a level of humility. Because you're willing to put the work in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's, it's funny because in one way, 
we are competing, but in another, we're just playing against ourselves, right? It's just like, I'm trying to be a better version than I was yesterday. A lot of the times, like I catch, I catch myself now too. And, um, I'm, I see myself putting myself more out there, but that's going to come with more eyes. That's going to come with more everything. Even with this podcast is going to come with people's, you know, having comments. Right. So in, in, in that area, I can use the ego two ways and one be egoless where I'm not going to take too much uh, of what they say and wait, let it weigh on me. Mm-hmm. But in another way, I can use what they say and let it drive me. So I can do a little bit of both. You know, it, it, is, it is a little dance. See, when it, when it could be hurt, this is, this is when I, I could say a clear example <clears throat> where your ego can hurt you, right? So say, for example, Drew, you know, you, you were with your daughter and you got into it. The reason why it probably escalated because... Your ego, yeah, right. You seem because a lot of times when you're a parent, those kids are you. They become you now. So if they don't succeed, you feel like you fail, right? When they when they do well, you feel like you did well. Like you you actually take yourself out because you can actually see that person in you. You're like, okay, that's me. Yeah. So now that I know that it's me. I don't want you to feel because I'm actually feeling too, <laughs> right? So that's where the ego comes and saying, okay, man, I can't, I don't, want to, I don't want to see them feel. Because if they feel, I feel like I feel. And that's where the ego can actually overtake you because you're like not realizing they are them. They are their own person. You know, I struggle with that a lot because it's like, man, like, man I see you in me. That's me. So you got to do good, man. You got to kill him, right? But that's my ego talking. That wasn't really, that wasn't the right message. That was just me saying, man, if you come for me, you got to be a dog. You got to be the best. You got to be a beast. Instead of saying, man, that, that's, not, that's not even appropriate. That was just my ego's talking, right? Because right. I'm like, I'm used to competing against everybody else. So I, wanted, I want you to be better than the other people as well. Mm-hmm. See, that's why I love this podcast. We kind of feed off each other. Um, you know, ego and parents, like pa- parenting, it's a big thing. And he just nailed it. Um, the basis of my anger towards her when that situation went down was probably ego-driven because I, I made those mistakes. And I want to prevent those mistakes. And I see what the pattern is going. So I'm, I'm angry because it could have been done better on her part. And I didn't want her to repeat what I've already done. So that was the basis of my anger. It was coming from a good place, but I, I just didn't, I didn't show it the right way, like a, you know, a better way, a way that will uh, actually connect with a, a team. You know, usually they rebel. And to be honest, I'm very lucky that it didn't go the other way because we see a lot of daughters, they have a bad relationship or a bad fight with their dad, and then they go out in the world mm-hmm. and they're a totally different girl than they would have been. And so I'm glad that I was able to salvage that and put my ego in check. Yeah. Because when they do those things, it hurts the image that you have of yourself inside of you. You're not even looking at how they're looking at life. Exactly. You completely overlooked it. You're only looking at yourself and how you're being hurt by their actions. Yeah. And what I just said, it's not like I said it to her. She, it just, that's kind of how it went. So you're absolutely right. Yeah. Um, but hey, we're, we're growing, right? You know, and, and that, that's a beautiful thing. I cut, he had a question earlier. I cut, I cut it off and kind of replaced it with my question. So what, what in your life happened where ego 
Was it came into play? Yeah. Where ego came into play. I mean, <clears throat> just many times. I mean, coaching, right? Coaching and, and thinking you have all the answers. You know, playing and saying, man, these guys are junk. I don't want to play with these guys. These guys suck, right? And, and to be honest, I think they did suck. No, no, that, no for real. I, I honestly thought they did, but not realizing and saying, okay, man, maybe you could have lifted those guys up. When you say suck, do you mean like you're not going to take anything from playing with them? Yeah, like I, I just knew like they're, at that point in time, their mindset and my mindset was mm. totally different. Yeah. Mm. Right, so it's like I couldn't adapt to that. I couldn't adapt to their style because <laughs> it wasn't worth it. Yeah, so it's almost like you couldn't respect because the, the amount of effort that you put into your game, you didn't see them putting that into it. So it's hard for you to accept their even opinion on it. It's like, no, you do you know what I do? Exactly. It's at a whole other <clears throat> level. So it's the same thing. It's like when I used to watch Kobe Bryant play, and Kobe Bryant would be like, "Why would I pass it to these guys when these guys are not practicing?" Get, you know, get get it out the rebound, bro. Which right? makes sense. No, and, it, and, it's, and it's absolutely it's absolutely true because it's logical, right? Now you you're not gonna like him if you're a lazy guy, yeah. But you're gonna like him if you're a hard worker, yeah. Right. So sometimes, yeah, your ego saying, you know what, I don't align with these people, right? But your ego can also say, but how can I lift these guys up? Right, because that is the true challenge. So when someone asked me before, they're like, what's something that you regretted? And that was one of the things that I did regret because I'm like, you know what? That was an opportunity to lift these guys up. Even though I didn't think that they were putting in the work or whatever else, that's not the point, right? That was a chance for me to own, you know, work on my own skills, work on my own skill set, work on my leadership, work on my communication, work on leading from doing. Right. So it's like, you know what, guys, you're going to follow me because I'm going to do the work instead of me saying, you know, screw you guys, mm. because you guys just you guys mm. just don't want it, man. You know, and that's a hard thing when someone pours into something. For example, say if I pour in this podcast, if I'm pouring into anything I'm doing and then you see somebody else not pouring in, you're like, like, why are you here? Right. That's that's not right. But, you know, and your ego might be saying, you know what, these guys are some, they're some jackasses, man. <laughs> you got to get away from them. But on the other hand, you could sit there and say, okay, what, what can I, not really what can I learn, but what can I Do. develop? Yeah. What can I develop? Can I develop something else in me that I didn't have in me before I met these people? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's funny how you bring that up because even with Kobe's journey, I think early on it was him being very ego driven like i want to do it myself and like you know and then eventually he learned like no i'm gonna bring the best out of my teammates mm. and that's how he got the you know the, the rest of his championships and it's funny because sports is um and i guess a way you can look at life even in this case you could be the player on the team that does all the work or you feel like you know you're you're in the gym before everybody and you leave after everybody and, and that way you can develop an ego and think, yo, screw these guys, man. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. But end of the day, not realizing when I go to war, I'm going to war with my brothers. Yeah. And they're actually with me, you know? So I have to make my team stronger. We are all on one team. And it's hard sometimes, even like when we're looking like with us or, or let's zoom out a little bit. We're actually all on one team. 
even like, you know, as a race, as a people, we're, we're at one team. If you zoom out, you know, everybody got clicks. It's funny how the shit works. Tribes. No, it's so funny. It's like, it's like we'll have like clicks in school. Then we, we zoom out everyone out. Now it's city against city. Now it's like Detroit, Windsor, like whatever. You mean I'm going to rep my city. And then you zoom out a little bit more. Canada, USA, you yeah. mean? Then like in between, you got little clicks. Like I'm brown, you're white. Like whatever, <laughs> you mean? Like it's crazy. But end of the day, we're all playing on one team. And we have to realize that with ego, being ego-less comes, you know, actually looking at everyone and understanding, no, we're all playing on one team. So I got to use my ego to motivate. But at the same time, realize that we're all going to war together. Right. right? And it, it, like I said, it's, it's hard because I'm not going to agree with everything. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> because imagine doing, like, if I put myself in the, in the shoes of a Kobe Bryant right now, yeah, I'm going to be pissed because you're not doing the work, right? It's, it, it's, it's, it's a fine line, right? I can't pat you on the back when you're not doing the work. I, I just can't do it. Now, if you're putting everything into it and you're just at a certain level, then that's fine. That's great, too. And I think Kobe Bryant would have said, okay, that's, that's, that's okay. But when he knows you have more in you and you're not getting that out of you, and then you're saying, well, we're supposed to win this championship together. No, how are we going to win it together if you're not putting your best foot forward? You, you, we're not going to win, right? So even though, like, because even if a great person, a great player, a great whatever he's great in, he needs to be lifted too, right? He can't just be doing all the lifting. He can't be the one always telling you to come, come, come up, come up, come up. No, because sometimes he needs that. He, sometimes he needs the motivation. Sometimes he needs to be inspired, right? So sometimes when they look at that person who's at the top of the food chain, they're like, oh, he has such an ego, but he works the hardest. That's why he has he cares. He cares. Yeah. That's why he has the ego. So I, I don't care if a person has an ego because you should. Mm. Everybody does. And if they say they don't, they're lying. Mm -hmm. Everybody has an ego, Right. But are you willing to work as hard or big as your ego is? If your ego is huge, you better work hard. You better work extremely hard to validate that ego. Now, I have a problem with you have a huge ego, but you're not putting any work in. Mm -hmm. then, then I got an issue. Yeah, for sure. Point blank. I got, I'm going to have an issue. So when we're talking about ego, sometimes a lazy person is mad because the person who's working hard is ego. Right, and they and they should. So it's like almost like when I'm watching a Deion Sanders, for example. When people might say, "Oh, he has ego," do what he did. Tell me, you're not going to have one, <laughs> right? You going, you should have, right? One. You right. should. He have deserves one. that. <laughs> he yeah. deserves it. Yeah, he earned it. Yes. Yeah. You know, there's an upside and a downside to ego. Um, let me, I'm I'm going to explain that. So, uh, look, look at uh, Thriving Solutions with the steps. Um, I got to a point where I was four months straight every single day steps. I never lost a count. Obviously, it gets to a point where, you know, you're going to have days where you just can't. It just, it just the schedule, the, maybe your son's sick, whatever sure. is happening. You just can't do it. But here's the thing. This is where ego can save you. When you roll up to the gym and you don't feel like getting out of your car and going in there. And your, your, your drive just, your ego tells you, no, get in there, do your job. You know, you, you're a beast. That, that's a good moment where your ego stepped in and said... So it did something good, but also you don't want to end that streak, right? Sure. So you're like, 
all right, I'm just going to do this. Screw that. If I, if I base everything off this streak and I just go through with it, I'm, I'm going to get my workout done. Everything's going to be fine. And that's a case where your ego stepped in and actually helped you. But if you just decided to turn that key and drive off and not go in, then I don't think you have balance, which is exactly what you need when it comes to ego. And we've covered self-love. We've covered balance. We've covered all of it. And we tend to blend it all in on every episode. And I love it. You even spoke on opportunities earlier. We just did that last week. I mean, you could really connect everything we've done on every subject. Like everything is connected and that's the beauty of it. But if you have balance with ego, you're a dangerous moth. You know what I mean? Like you're one to be reckoned with. Yeah, because, you know, like you spoke about going to the gym mm. and then making a decision whether you're going to go or you're going to do it or not. So if you look at ego, it has go in it. That's to go. And I deal with that every day. Right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's to go. The right? drive, right? That's your drive. If you even look at the word ego, right? Within that, it says go. go. <laughs> right? So excellence goes. That's what I'm saying. It's like oh, when you have. Guy, uh, you're right? killing it. So uh, when you have. Factor, that, actor, <laughs> excellence goes. It's even deeper. Keep going. Right? <laughs> so when you think about that. Mm-hmm. Your excellence is going to make you go. Mm. That's your ego, right? Mm. So as you're being pushed, as you're you're saying, okay, I know I'm better than this. Yeah. The reason why I can work hard is because I know I'm better than this. It has nothing to do with anybody else. I know what I need to be doing. I know where my standard is. So that may be my ego saying, that's where my standard is, and that's where you need to meet. Or if my ego is very low, then my standards will maybe be low too. So it is that fine line. It's the balance of saying, okay, just because I'm great doesn't make you're not great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Ego to me is saying, I'm great and you ain't nothing. Right? I'm saying, I am great. I don't care what anybody says. I'm great. And if, if I see greatness in you, then you're great as well. Mm-hmm. So if I'm busy complimenting you and me, how much ego do I have? Not much. Well, like you do have ego, you do, but, you're, but you're not letting it. You're not letting it take you over in the negative sense. Exactly, right. you're realizing we're all working on it as a team, but also you got to push sometimes. You're right, Jay. Like sometimes you really got to push. Sometimes it's a couple men, or a few men, or whatever it is, and 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 it gets heated, you know. And that was what was needed. Think of uh, an MMA match: <clears throat> two egos clashing. Neither wants to lose, and then it gets to a point where. It turns from, I'm not letting him beat me, to, I have to tap out because I actually respect his game. That, that's ego right there. That is having balance with ego and it being able to actually say, okay, you got me today, brother. You, you, I respect you so much mm. that I'm going to tap because my arm's going to get broken if I don't. Mm. You know what I mean? So, I mean, we see it all the time in sports and, then, and in and life. Then, you know, on the ego, when you're talking about that, it's knowing that you're better than me today. Yeah. Right? And... You might have done something more than me or pushed harder than me, and I'm going to be back tomorrow. Yeah. Right? So your ego's telling you, go back, go back to the drawing board, mm. get another plan, start training harder, mm. do everything that you need to do. So then that, now you can be successful. So your ego actually drove you to say, yeah, he was better than me today. Yeah. But he won't be. Yeah. He won't be. And it's a beautiful thing when they come back and they readjust and make, you know, make all kinds of little corrections and then they come back and actually their ego beats theirs. And exactly. it's just, it's just phenomenal. It's, it's great. Cause it, you actually build momentum with yourself. Yeah. Ego gets you to the pitch. 
Like it gets you to actually go to the match and go, I'm going to go up on bat, you know? But let's say you strike out. That shit sucks, you know? Everyone's watching. Mama's in the, yo, mom, I see you. You just like shit. Like, you know, I didn't get it. Let go me ahead. just say though. Yeah. They, they might strike out. Yeah. But it'll be the feeling they'll have at home. If they never did anything, it's so it shit. would be way worse. It would outweigh yes. striking out. So yes. at yes. least you showed up and tried because there's a whole shitload of people at home that wouldn't have taken that opportunity. And it's about how you stroke out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just went with the bat. <laughs> did, did you, you make go to an practice? Effort? No, no. But was, a, lot of, a lot of people strike out, but they never swung the bat. Right. They were up the plate, but they never swung the bat. So if you swung the bat and you struck out, at least you gave yourself an opportunity to get a hit. Mm-hmm. Some people are, they're not even swinging a bat. So even when you lose, there's a right way to lose. You, you admirable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you you break it down so beautifully because striking a bat in one play, it's like let's say someone actually just froze up and for three play, he's strike, strike, strike. You know, he's he's gone. But someone else, like yo, he's actually going for it. You know, he's missing, but he's going for it. But in a way, you zoom out even more. Did you go to practice? Yeah. Like, did you show up to practice? Like, were you actually pra- like? That's also a swing on bat, you sure. know. Because if you're not doing that, then how are you expecting to actually, you know, hit this ball when you never went to practice? Regardless of all the will you have to swing swing this bat today, you got to break it down and see, you know, what more can I do? And there's always more we can do. I think that's what makes it so beautiful because there's always more we can grow. Like lately. <clears throat> I got a challenge now. Like I'm at 13.8% body fat. I'm looking to bring it to 10. I talked to a friend today. He's like, look at it like you're going to a fight. Because I put the date out already, January 1st, 2024. And that's that's fight day. You know what I mean? So so it's it's you know getting ready for that. Now I'm using ego to my advantage. I put a date out and my goal out in front of everybody that I know. Now what do I gotta do? I gotta do it. Mm-hmm. Like it's more motivation for me to do it. You know, so you can, you know, you can, you can play with it a little bit, you know, you can play with it. Yep. A couple of tweaks. Yeah. It's all about mindset though, right? When you go into anything, if you're going in with the wrong mindset, did you really check your ego? You know, did, if, if, if a guy's challenging you and you haven't been training and you're taking the challenge, you're not, you're not in balance with your ego. You're not because you're not even considering what you're doing right now. You're just blindly going into this because you don't mm-hmm. want this man to beat you, but he will because you gave him the ingredients to do it. You feel me? Even on the podcast, Drew just brought in a, a sure microphone, you know, beautiful. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He, he upgraded the, the, the podcast because he realizes that, or like, you know, he feels as the podcast is giving him value. He wants to give value back. It's such a beautiful thing. And I'm realizing it too. It's it's different now. We're on week 16, but I see an improvement last week and I see more of an improvement this week and I want to improve. Like, I don't want to listen to myself and see, hear myself make the same mistakes or not, you know, be thought out enough or, or not be prepared enough. Those things hurt my ego in a way, you know, and I actually, yeah. and I actually want to improve those things. I'm looking... Even uh, I dropped a video, right? And not feeling the greatest from it. Just just like I'm trying different things. I'm trying new things. But then it's also teaching me to like, no, go harder now, yeah. right? So if, but if I don't show up, I'm not even going to get the emotion to go harder, you know? So uh, just use it, you know, use it to the best of your ability and, you know, and realize that we're all on one team. And because we're all on one team, you need to bring your best. Absolutely. Because you're not just 
like you know you said it on your video today you said inspire someone it's funny because i made a video the same video bro the one that i posted i did another voiceover on it and i said the same shit you said that's the funniest <laughs> shit i said inspire yourself so you can inspire others something like this i'll show you the video after but that's what jay said too that's literally what he mentioned at the end of his video he said you know it's gloomy out here and mm -hmm. i don't feel it always but you know i'm gonna show up inspire yourself and you getting up on that gloomy day is going to motivate someone else getting up it's gonna you know i remember being at the gym my buddy's like i don't want to be here but i posted a snap because he likes to bike so i posted a snap like you know mo you know with mo i'm biking or something and he got out of bed and next thing you know he's at the gym he's calling me thank you right and it's a beautiful thing because people are watching people are watching the closest people are watching and you don't even realize when you level it up and then they level it up, mm -hmm. you just got better. Absolutely. And you don't realize that. What did Jay say last week? He said, um, I see him competing against himself and he's winning. And when he said that, you know, that, that's a thought I have in my head all the time. And uh, imagine all the time someone says, you know, they see your, your video, you working hard. And it inspires them. But in what the, the very mid video that they saw of you you weren't really feeling it that day mm -hmm. so it's like it doesn't matter how you feel it matters what you're doing the work the action that's what matters and as if you're lacking that then you're really not giving anyone anything to go off of it's funny it's funny because as a writer you probably know and jay definitely know because when it's actually hard out there you might produce some of your best work and you don't know, even know where it's coming from. Like, I'm so stressed right now. I don't even want to write, but I'm writing this stuff that I'm like, wow. Like, it's coming out just, like, very uh, abstract and in ways that I never thought before. But it's because I feel the pressure, you know? With Jay, like, you felt, like, with, um, unfortunately, like, even the death in your family. You know, early, you know, moms, dad, sister. Like, those things drove you, you know? You're in, you're in the... All that, all that noise is going on out there, but you just sucked it all back in and then got on the court and just put in that work. And then it showed, you know, and now, and now I got people at the gym coming up to me and saying, yo, Jim, you know, Jay would drop 50. You know what I mean? And that's because that's the work you put in, you know? See, Ego came into play yesterday when I asked you, how do you add captions on IG? <laughs> you sent me a YouTube video and I felt like a little child. So I was like, you know what? I'm not, I'm going to figure this out without looking at that. I'm not even going to click on it. So I went on IG. I was like, I hit on the smiley face, which is the last thing I clicked. And I finally got it. Oh, man. But it turns out I don't like those. So now I want to figure out how to do it myself. Because yeah. I, I, IG ain't good enough. Nah, man. But, no, but the thing is, see, see, the thing is, too, right? A ego will stop you from developing. It will stop you from asking questions. It will stop you. Yes. You'll be in class and your ego will say, I don't want to ask the teacher something because I don't want them to know that I don't know. Right? Yes. So sometimes when you put that ego away, you actually can get to your destination quicker. Yeah. You know, how many times as a man, you know, back in the day, especially not now, but they're driving around. They don't know where they're going. They're lost. They don't want to ask anybody for directions. Just keep driving. Yes. Just try to figure it out, right? Instead of saying, hey, man, I don't really know where I'm going right now. And cost yourself even double the gas. <laughs> right? right? But the thing, and that's why they would say sometimes the man has so much ego because he's just driving. And he's like, 
He knows he doesn't know where he's going. And everybody else knows too, right? But his ego's saying, nah, I ain't going to ask anybody. Because if I ask anybody, I seem weak. Yeah. So that's where your ego can slow you down mm. because it's like, man, just ask the question that you need to get to, man, to figure it out. And I'm saying too, sometimes it happens to me too. Like I might be at work, but I'm like, mm, I could just ask them real quick to figure it out. But I'm like, nah, I don't want to ask them because now they may look mm. at me. Like I need them, right? But it's like, I could have learned this lesson a long time ago, right? So it's like, but then that ego too can help you to figure things out. So it's like, you don't want to totally wipe it away, but you don't want to be relying on it totally. So it, it is that balance. I feel like ego is like a filter and everything goes through our ego before it comes out uh, as final. So if someone out there feels fear, they're allowing something to overpower them. That is ego is a part of that. Why did you submit your ego? Why like there's there's levels to it, right? So I'm thinking like it's like a filter. It's like ultimately your ego has the final say. And that's kind of how I th I think about it. You know, you have to be very self-aware when it comes to checking your ego. How how blessed are we, you know, that we even get to talk about it. You no. Know, we're like trees that have mouths and have arms. Like we're we're like the most gifted species on this planet, yeah. bar none. Like we were given a gift to create. I heard this other day. Um, I don't know if you liked it, Jay, but I, I seen it and and man was saying if if I made a, a rooster in the image of a rooster, what what would it be? It'd be a rooster. But if God was, if we're made in the image of God, then what are we? You know, like we're gods on this planet. Like that's what we are. We have an ability to create things. I get to help my dad lift. Uh, you know, we're we're putting a uh, putting a property up, and I'm I'm able to you know actually willingly grab these tiles, and then there's nothing there, and eventually there is something because of the work I put in consistently, mm -hmm. up and down the stairs, up and down the stairs, and just it just gives me like more more hints and more clues on how to live this life. Um, and the more we do it, the more invested I'm getting is also I'm learning like, yo, big like. Take this shit seriously, man, because this is your life. End of the day, like this, you know, this podcast too, it's like, ah, I, I, I could skip out on some clips. I could, I could, maybe, but maybe that was just a something I needed to go through. You know, but we'll I mean? be in your DMs if you do. <laughs> but you're in my DMs, but what I'm, I'm, I'm going to send you a YouTube video on how to do the clips yourself, Drew. <laughs> Make your own clips. <laughs> it's, a, it's a clash of the egos. <laughs> clash of the uh, egos. No, but end, end of the day, end of the day we want to be excellent yeah you know and and that's what um i'll be thinking man i'll be thinking and i'll be thinking of you guys i'll be thinking of jay i'll be thinking like how can we elevate this thing how can i and it might not just be around this podcast too it just throughout life you know mm -hmm. there there are some core um core beliefs and values that definitely keep us intact mm -hmm. and I, I really resonate with those values you know Jay might not be the guy. Well, you know, we could go out. But end of the day, Jay might not be the guy. I'm, I'm always having fun with. Like, I'm doing some goofy shit like I do with my brother. Mm -hmm. But, Jay, like, if if I, if I got to go to war, you know what I mean? Like, or we, we got to get down to business or get, get some work done. I know the values align there. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? I know, like, like, like this guy's going to, like... It's funny to me because I'm noticing, even talking to Jay, like... We're at, we're at, we're doing chemo. Uh, I mean, not we're doing chemo. He's doing chemo. I'm sitting with him. I'm sitting with him. But we're we're talking outside, and Jay's just going. He 
the guy has a motor for days, bro. Like, if he gets on a thought, like, he'll talk for four hours. Oh, I know. I want no. to duct tape him one day. No, like, it's, no, it's crazy. That. Like, yo, Jay just keeps on going, you know? And for me, I felt like, yo. No, I, he gets you going, too. He right? does. No, he does. But you know what? Jay, Jay's right. Like, we all need guidance and we all need. Like, thing is, the, if I actually give Jay a task that's going to elevate us, Jay's going to be the most energizer bunny in the place. Like, he's going to get that shit done no matter what. And that's what you got you to gotta realize. It's like, damn, this guy has one hell of a motor. Mm-hmm. He's like Dennis Robin grabbing all the boards and shit, like fucking doing everything at once. You know what I mean? He's in fucking Las Vegas, comes back. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Very Before the game. You know what I mean? <laughs> and like, but then what, what did he need? He needed that coach. Phil Jackson needed to get in his ear and, and tell him like, yo, we need to, you know, hone this in. We got a championship to win. And then Dennis takes on the role of winning as his own. Mm. And then he does something with it, and I feel like it's a gift because I know um, I know Jay got the motor, you know. So it just really comes down to getting the task, right? And giving him the right task. Like he might not talk, like let's say he talked to me for four hours and just went off, right? And that same, I could cut it half an hour, forty five minutes, and go, okay, this is a task. And now Jay just murders that shit because he had the energy to do so, you know. Um, it's cool, man. It's because it's cool because it's all takes time. For sure, and you gotta look at this. Your ego is this. <clears throat> I look at it very simple. Your ego is either helping you get better or helping you get worse. Mm-hmm. If it's helping you get worse, that means you have too much. If it's helping you to get better, you're right aligned, right? So anything that's helping you get better, it's not a bad thing, right? So I'm looking like this, okay, if you, now if your ego stopping you from opportunities, stopping you from learning, well, maybe you need to reel it in a little bit. But if your ego is helping you, pushing you to, to be great, because you need the ego to push you to be great because you're like, no, this is my standard mm-hmm. and this is what I'm going to do, then your ego is actually driving you, right? So your ego could either drive you or hold you back. What one are you choosing? You know, sometimes the ego would, in, in certain aspects, the ego would help me. And then certain aspects, the ego would take away, right? So you're like, man, like, I'm like, I know I needed this ego, to get this done, and I know this helped me get it done, but then now I'm working with somebody else, and now my ego's saying I'm so great. Damn, how are they feeling? Right. How are they feeling? Like, how are they not doing well because I'm working with them, right? And now that would have been the time to say, okay, you know what? It ain't about you. It's about them, right? So sometimes the ego says everything is about me. It's not about them, especially when you're helping somebody. You really got to check your ego. Yeah. Now, if you're working by yourself, your ego could be at the highest, the highest level it could be because you know you got to keep pushing yourself. But when you're working with someone else, maybe it might be the time to check it a little bit, to, to, to put it in the back pocket so you can say, okay, you know what? What I did doesn't matter because sometimes we're like that. What I did, it doesn't matter. Now it's about you. You know, Jay, you're a success coach for United Way. You know, and you have these kids that are looking up to you. And what makes you good with the kids is having that no ego. You know, it's like, I actually, like, will ask the kids what they want to do. I'm not just going to throw, a, like, you know, an activity on them. I'm going to get to know them. I'm going to look at life through their lens. If I was a kid, how would I want to be treated? You know, sometimes ego can get us, you know, like, yo, this is my program. Mm-hmm. I'm running it the way I want to run it. You know, it's not the case. Because end of the day, we're working together. We're trying to get somewhere. You know, we can't get stuck on your perspective. Mm-hmm. I, 
you know, end of the day, I don't want you guys to get stuck on my perspective. I want to elevate. So if that means me taking a second seat in the back, you know, or me sitting in the back of the coach bus or me, me driving the thing, let's do what we need to do, you know, and not, you know, be so caught up in roles and shit like and that. And I think, you know, what's healthy about ego is having an open mind. If you're willing to have an open mind, then you're willing to change. You're willing to adjust. You're willing to allow other people's ideas enter the zone. Uh, you just kind of nailed a point, you know, you ever come across a teacher that he refuses to teach any other way and not all the kids resonate with what he's saying. So some are, some are failing and he doesn't care because he's not going to change. And you know, some of these kids just don't even understand what the hell the guy's saying at all. Like, like he's speaking a different language mm. and then there's the other kids, like they're just so brilliant. They doesn't matter who the teacher is. Right. But like that, you, you even go up to this teacher and you ask for advice and the way that they explain the advice is terrible. Uh, they, it's like they were just refused to just let their the ego down just a little bit just to help this guy. But um, Because their, their, their ego's saying to them, if you're not learning my way, I'm wrong. Yeah. Yes. They're so right? attached to it. Right, they're attached to their idea of what, how it's mm. supposed to be done. And now that you're actually making me think outside the box and explain in a different way, Mm-hmm. Now it's shooting my ego down. Yes. Because I thought I was always correct. Uh, you know, it's, it's a quote. I, I, you know, I wrote it like, a, I didn't write it. I didn't write it. But I, I remember quoting it, especially at a time where, you know, I was a little lost. But at the same time, I knew, I seen the truth. And the truth was life's easy for a man that has no preferences. You know? Because you're not getting caught on anything. Right? But you, but. If you have a goal with that mindset, I feel like you can go so, so far because you're going to consistently improve. You're not right. going to get caught up on anybody's opinion, including your own, you know, and the goal is going to be the, the the thing you want to achieve and the thing you will achieve. You'll be a machine achieving that thing and nothing will get in your way. So mm-hmm. sometimes people need a humbling experience in order to check their ego. You ever come across someone that they went their whole life and no one ever checked them on shit? Me. So they just keep going. That's me. That's me. As adults, hundred percent. <laughs> like you saw how bad it was when they were in their teens, but now that they're an adult, they're locked in. They're yeah, not yeah, doing yeah. a damn thing. Ch- uh, like they, uh, they can't do no wrong uh, until they get humbled. When they get humbled, they're going to start to evolve a little bit. And for me, being challenged in life, uh, challenged and then persevering through the other side, it showed me levels of my thinking process. It showed me myself. Who am I here? Who am I here? And who am I at the end after going through all of that combined? So it's like I repaired my ego and made it so that I'm able to put it down for the greater good of all of us and not just me. I used to be self-serving with my ego. Now I'm willing to put my damn ego on the ground, walk on it with you so you can get what you need because what you need is going to help me in the end. You feel me? So, I mean, there's levels to this, man. Come on. (laughs) Come on. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? I have a question for you, both of you. Um, Yes. We're coming out the end now, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So, name something maybe in your personal life where, um, this is similar to what he said, but not quite. Something that you um, had to experience, and unless you got through it, you would have never been able to check your ego. 
Damn, that's a loaded question. Yeah, all that's, of your questions are yeah. very loaded. It's <laughs> like so right. I, I was I was excited for a sec. I was. Basically, I'm still excited. You know what I mean? I love getting the question. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, I don't always be have to be the one asking it. Um. So could you could you ask it one more time? Yeah. Then something like maybe specifically that if you didn't get through it, that it wouldn't have never helped your ego. You may have may still be who you used to be. Yeah, um, I would say like just falling on my face um, so many times, you know what I mean? Like just falling on my face, like, you know, after I, I think I got it right. Like I think, okay, the money's coming now, I can chill or like, you know, getting too comfortable or like I said before, not, um, I would say the last few years of my life, you know, the last few years, it was just me getting caught on my ego. You know, either saying stuff that I can't do or I'm not able to do yeah. or believe I can do. Or it's almost like because I'm painting an image like a fantasy factory, like a fantasy that I, I am this person. Meanwhile, no, you're not. You know, you have to like be honest with who you are. And it's also ego can make you afraid. Right. So it's like I'm afraid of what the outcome is going to be if I don't act this way. But meanwhile, that way wasn't even your way, man. It wasn't even your way. Your way is your way. What made you think that that way is the right way? His right. way is your way. What made you think that? Like, what, what, what gift God did God give him that he didn't give you? Like, why am I thinking that this man's truth is my truth? You know? Maybe I'm supposed to find a new truth, you know? And, yeah. and, and that, that's what it is, you know? But if I don't speak up, I won't even get there. So ego had me not speaking up. Yeah. Right? Ego had me not leaving bad situations. Ego had me causing bad situ situations, you know? Mm -hmm. Sometimes when you're holding on so tight, you want it to work, your, your hand's getting ripped apart. And you like, know it. Yeah, like it's down to the bone and you're still like, yo, like, yo, this is what I'm attached so, it's to. It's like self-sabotage. Hell right? yeah, hell yeah. It's like it's like me on Detroit River and I'm holding on to a string and like, oh, not a string, like a, a rope, but it's attached to a big yacht. You know what I mean? It's just me. And I'm just like, yo, don't leave. It's like, yo, it's leaving. Like, <laughs> it's leaving because it's leaving. Let, let the rope go. <laughs> that, that's what I'd say, you know, without getting into specifics because I know this shit live forever. Oh, yeah. You, Jay? I, I would just say, man. Uh, Good question, though, Drew. Coaching, man. Coaching will humble you. It will humble you, like, big time. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because you, you, you always think that you, you, you have it. You're gonna win, right? But the thing is, the reason why it's so humbling is because the performance is not based on you; it's based on other people. Yeah, and that's the hardest thing to do, especially when you when, you know when you have an ego, you're hardworking. It's hard to actually, you know, like go on there, going on them and ride on them. It's like, man, if damn, they might mess it up, man. Right? And I can't do anything about it. So a lot of times I would, I would make sure that I checked my ego. I didn't talk about myself. When I coached my teams, I never talked about when I played. <clears throat> I never talked about, okay, if I was you, I would have did this. If I was, you know, like that's where your ego comes into play. So you're not helping, you're hurting, mm -hmm. right? Because you're talking about yourself. Okay, if I was you, I would have did this. See, you didn't, you, you didn't do it because you're not like me, right? So that's why it's sometimes hard. So for example, I'm going to bring it back to a basketball situation. That's why a lot of the great players can't be great coaches because their ego's so big, and that's what they needed at that time. But they can't understand a person that can't 
perform at the, the same level that they were able to perform. And then they start comparing that player and saying, man, why aren't you like me? Right? So like a guy like Deion Sanders, to me, I really like him. And he's probably my favorite coach out there. Yeah. And, and the reason being is because he's saying, you know what? I know what I did as a player, but it has nothing to do with now. Right? This is on you guys now. Right? And it's like, <clears throat> I'm not going against, I'm not competing against them on the team. I'm just trying to show you how to be men. I'm trying to show you and teach you the game. And I honestly believe his heart is truly about teaching the game and making guys men, making boys men. That's what I really truly believe, right? But if his ego is so big when he took that last loss, it would have impacted him more than the players, right? Because when you have that huge ego, you don't want to play the top people Mm. Or some coaches don't want to play the top teams because they don't want to get beat. Exposed. They don't want to get exposed because that's their ego, right? They're not even thinking about the players and saying they need that exposure to play against some top teams. And even if they do get beat down, they're going to be better for it, right? But the ego wouldn't allow them to play someone who was at a higher level because now they look like they're being judged. So coaching is a humbling experience. Coaching is you have to be humble, right? So it's like when the teams win a championship, you are not probably going to get the credit. <clears throat> so if you're looking for that type of thing, you're probably in the wrong thing because you're not getting the credit and most times you're going to get the blame. So if you lose, you'll get the blame. If you win, they get the credit. So it teaches you and say, okay, you know what? At the end of the day, this is really about them. You know what I mean? I just want them to develop as players mm -hmm. and as a team and reach their final destination. And me, uh, you know, I could step back because when you're a coach, you're actually stepping back. And as a player, you're stepping forward. You're saying, okay, yeah, I want to, I want to kill it. I want to do this. I'm going to do that. And I'm going to get my name out there. But as a coach, you're like, no, I want you guys to get your name out there. I don't worry. I'm not worried about my name. Right. So that's where, where you have to almost check your ego Humble yourself, because if you don't humble yourself, like they said, if someone, if you don't humble yourself, somebody else will humble you. Damn right. Right. <laughs> like either way, you'll be humbled at one point in time in your life. Mm -hmm. And and what you want to be able to do is identify when you're when your egos kind of go out of control, because sometimes it does. You know, you start getting success, you start getting happy, you start feeling yourself, you start like, okay, you know, I can take on the world, I can do some things, and then it's like. You'll get slapped in the face and say, you know what, slow down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that brought so many uh, things to me when, when when you said those, when you said the whole last statement, but now I forget it. So it's, it is what it is. <laughs> well, just, just to connect with the audience, um, what I got from this podcast is, you know, when you have a healthy ego, you're willing to try new things. Mm -hmm. You're willing to put it down and try someone else's idea. Yeah. You're willing to see yourself as, you know what? I, I can improve and I'm not the best. Yeah. And when you do those things, you start having those thought processes, that's when you start to level up in your own life personally. And I think that's the most important thing to take away from this podcast. Uh, now I came back because <clears throat> sometimes because of this world and like it's all based on the physical, right? The car you drive, uh, how we look, we all want the physical got to be, you know, everyone's looking at the physical. We're looking right. at money to make, you know, we're looking at status to achieve. But in the case of a coach, when he's coaching a team, he might not get the credit, but it's a quiet win for him. 
It's a loud win for everybody else, but it's a quiet win for him because he's learning parts of himself, how he coached these kids. Like he had to manage his own emotions. Like these guys were getting under his skin. You know what I mean? But then he, you know, he was on the journey with them. Just because he didn't get the credit per se doesn't mean he didn't grow. Best believe he got the And the thing is, <clears throat> you know, I you know, I've talked a lot about Deion Sanders today, but he's been on my mind. But it it's Yo, Deion, call me. Right? So it's like when, uh, I got you on the PR. <laughs> so it's like when he when he lost, see, you know a great coach when you listen to him. You know it. I always say a great coach you'll know by what they do after a loss. That's when you know who's a great coach. Will he point the finger or will he point it back at himself? Right? Wow. So when I seen, when I seen him do that, he said not mm -hmm. only did the players, they didn't play up to the standard, but then we got to reflect on what we did as well as coaches. Everybody will be evaluated, not yeah. just the players. We're going to evaluate the way we're coaching the players. So everybody is being evaluated. So if a person had a huge ego, they're not going to evaluate themselves. They're not even going to look inward. They're always going to, the people that have the hugest egos to me always point outwards. Always. They never point inwards because they're not thinking about things that they can improve. They're thinking about what you need to improve. But what is it that you need to improve? So there's probably points of time in my life when I wasn't doing as great as I thought I could, but I was pointing the finger outwards. And then when I started pointing it inwards, I started working on myself and saying, okay, you're all right and you got potential, but you, you need to improve as well. Right. So that's when I started limiting my ego to a certain extent and say, maybe I'm not always right. Sometimes I'm wrong. Sometimes I am right, but I got to listen to the person when he has an opposing view and maybe take that in to become better. You know, me taking his view or taking his idea doesn't make me worse. It makes me better. But my ego sometimes won't allow me to accept it. Hmm. I'm just reflecting on both of your guys' growth. Like, like beginning of the year to now, and I... You know, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be in my emotions sometimes. You know, what I mean, just, just checking, like, cause I, I seen Jay like beginning of the year. You know, I seen you like when we first started this. You know, that was pretty much beginning of the year, and uh, I just see like just ma major, major, major jumps. You know, major heaps. And now we're starting this podcast. We're 16 weeks in, and it's the start of a journey. You know, and sometimes I don't get it. Always, I don't. But then, you know, I have moments when we're here and then we're like, you know, I'm putting it together, too. I don't know all the pieces. I just got dropped here and said, yo, get to work. I'm like, what am I working on? Right. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> and uh, but anyways, guys, we're running, we're running a bit long today. But I just want to say thank you. Uh, thank, uh, thank you guys for your patience. You know, um, patience, even when it comes to me, thank you for your patience because, um, you know, I'm, I'm still learning and uh, for, for you guys, you know, to have the patience with me, to work on it with me. Thank you for your efforts, bro. Yeah, for, for just not quitting because a lot of people, I think, would have gave up by now out of three. Uh, you know, one of them would have dropped off and none of you did. So I'm proud of both of you. Yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm same thing, man. I'm proud of you both too, right? And it's <clears throat> just keep plugging away and trying to keep getting better and then just realizing that you'll never be at the finish line. Yeah. Right? It will always be a journey until you finish. It's like chasing the dragon. You're never going to catch it. Exactly. <laughs> and with that, peace. Peace. Love y'all. Go Lions. <laughs>